Australian really didn't think anyone would actually pass the cup of wine to him. Unfortunately for him, he reacted too fast and took the cup without thinking. But the moment he did, he froze. However, when he looked at who had passed him the cup, the other party was also dumbfounded. It was Mingyi. It turned out that earlier, when the wine cup had made it into Shi Qingxuan's hand, Shi Qingxuan thought it would be funny and purposely passed it on to Mingyi. However, Mingyi was busy stuffing his face and drinking his wine and didn't even bother to look up before he randomly passed on the wine cup. Only after the wine cup was passed did he realize what had happened and also became speechless. Right at the same time, the thunder stopped rumbling, leaving only the two staring blankly at each other. Although the one who received the wine cup was Xilian, everyone's eyes moved to Feng Xin and Mu Qing instead. It wasn't hard to understand why. Xilian had not been heard of for 800 years. If this was 800 years ago, there'd naturally be plenty of plays depicting his heroism, but they were long lost to time. Besides, no one would pick such a day to set up a stage, especially to put up a play just for him. Thus, if they had to find something with the character Crown Prince of Shenle in it, then it'd have to be plays with either Feng Xin or Mu Qing starring as the protagonist. This was because in the plays written for the two heavenly officials, in the mortal realm, there were times that they'd bring out Shilian, usually as a foil, a minor character, or for the sake of making the play even more exciting. Some would write Shilian as the villain, arranging for plots like how the lonely, abandoned Mu Qing would be bullied, or how Shilian would rob Feng Xin of his beloved, and so on. If such plays were really performed at the mid-autumn banquet, it wouldn't matter if the characters in question would be pleased. The rest of the audience would definitely enjoy it. Shilin held that small jaded cup in his hand and some heavenly officials were already urging him. Your Highness, come, 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 down the cup. A few joined in on the urging and Feng Xin spoke up from far away. His Highness can't drink. The crowd was growing restless. Just one cup, it won't do anything, they said. Jun Wu had been sitting with his hand supporting his temple without a word, but now he too slowly straightened as if to speak. Beside Shilian, Shi Ching Xuan was also asking, Can you do it or not? If not, then don't worry. I'll help you throw the hundred thousand merits to drop the curtain. Shilin was afraid that she really would just throw out a hundred thousand merits impulsively. No matter how generous she was, that wasn't the way to do it. Besides, he'd seen pretty much every play there was anyway, and there wasn't anything worth paying attention to. So he hastily replied, No, no, a cup shouldn't be a problem. Then he emptied the cup. A fine brew entered his throat. The area the liquid slid past was first cool, then hot. Shilin was feeling a little dizzy, 
but the taste of that refined drink pushed that dizziness down in an instant. The curtains all around the small pavilion slowly lifted, and the crowd moved their gaze, ready to focus on the play. They were amazed by what they saw. Two figures stood on a stage. One was in white, face covered in foundation, looking windswept and dusty, a bamboo hat on his back. No doubt, this was Shillian. The other was a figure in red robes, hair black like raven, handsome and brilliant, eyes bright and lively. The snake wrapped around his arm was stripped away by the person playing Shillian. Instantly, the red-robed man snatched the snake back, threw it aside, and held the person playing Shillian's hand without any intent of letting go. Watching that scene play out, it was like a knife violently stabbed Shillian's heart. That scene astonished all the heavenly officials waiting to watch a good show. And of course, Shillian himself was also astonished. Just then, Jun Wu, who was seated at the head of the feast, chuckled. What play is this? he asked. Seems it's never been seen before. Ling Wen immediately sent for someone to investigate, then replied, It seems this play is called Adventures in the Kingdom of Banyue. It's newly written, so it's never been shown before. Tonight is the first time that it's been performed in the mortal realm. Shi Qingxuan turned to Shilian. It's probably written by those merchants after they return from the kingdom of Banyue. The merits are saved. There won't be a need to pull down the curtain. Shilian didn't come in. For mortals to know about the affairs of the kingdom of Banyue, the source could only be those merchants. He recalled that there was a boy named Tian Sheng in that caravan who did indeed say something along the lines of worshipping him as thanks. So perhaps this play was commissioned by him. However, he didn't tell Tian Sheng his name, and a young boy wouldn't have the ability to do something like this. On the other side of the stage, although the heavenly officials didn't see the play they expected, the performance before them was even more exciting. After all, if the rumours were true, then the role played by the red-robed man was none other than Hua Chung. There were plenty of plays about Crimson Rain sort flower in the mortal realm. However, it was usually something like the red demon burnt the temples of 33 gods and not even the heavens could do shit. Or Crimson Rain sort flower hung the martial and civil gods and slapped them around with just one hand, and so on. The kind of stories that would make those in the heavens cry silent tears, not wanting to find out just how those plays ended. In any case, the protagonist this time was Shelian, and for everyone, it never felt like he blended in to be counted as one of them. So just watching the play did no harm. Besides, the stage of the play was intricate, the production exquisite, the actors extremely well made up, Truly, a great work of benevolence. Thus, there were many who enjoyed the show, commenting as they watched. Is that true? It must be made up. Ho Chung would never talk like that to anyone. 
Nonsense, pure nonsense. Who do they take Hua Chong for in this play? Wake up, this isn't a romantic play. Goodness, how daring. As this was a play written especially for him, Shulin watched it attentively. If he must say so earnestly, it wasn't a bad play. The actors looked good, the story was also good. Just as one of the ones portrayed, he had a very small criticism. The two protagonists seemed to be overly close. The one who played him was a really good actor, but every time he opened his mouth to call San Lang, even though the tone wasn't up and down and full of yearning, Shilin thought it was even more unsettling than when Lady Windmaster called Lord Windmaster Hubby in the play earlier. Also, there seemed to be too many little gestures, hooking arms, hugging shoulders, carrying him. Somehow, there was something that was not right. However, if he really thought about it, when he called Sun Lang, that was indeed the way he'd call him. Those intimate gestures also really did seem to have been done. He really didn't think that there was anything wrong with it at the time. And watching now, technically, there still wasn't anything wrong. Looking at the other heavenly officials, although they condemned it as nonsense on their lips, they seemed to be fully enjoying the show. Watching with their eyes unmoving, their interest enthusiastic, so Shailen kept his mouth shut. As they watched, Sher Wudu suddenly spoke up. Who are those two little squires in the back? Hearing the word squire, both Feng Xin and Mu Qing inconspicuously froze. They're not squires, Ling Wen replied. They are probably the two junior martial officials from the middle court. They were appointed by the palaces of Nanyang and Xuanzhen to help his highness out at the time. That the palaces of Nanyang and Xuanzhen would actually send people to assist Shilian was truly extraordinary news. As impossible as Peiming courteously rejecting the advances of a rare beauty, and all the heavenly officials turned to look. Lingwen added, they went willingly. Shilian smiled. I forgot to ask, how are Nanfeng and Fu Yao? How come I didn't see them come out to play today? Nanfeng is... Feng Xin started to say. Mu Cheng said flatly, Fu Yao is in detention. Feng Xin immediately said, Nanfeng is also in detention. Xilin commented, Both of them are locked up? What a shame. While they conversed, the curtains dropped on that exhilarating play. Although it was determined by everyone that it was written by an ignorant believer with obscene intentions, watching an obscene Hua Cheng was still fully entertaining, and the crowd applauded in cheer. However, Pei Su was exiled because of what happened at the Banyue Pass. So after the entertainment was over, everyone still had to mind Pei Ming. How's little Pei doing, General Pei? Shu Wudu inquired. Pei Ming poured himself a glass and drank, shaking his head. How well can he do, he said. His heart isn't in the right place. I don't care anymore. Shuqingshan couldn't listen anymore and jeered. So in General Pei's eyes, where's the right place for his heart? Your little Pei's future is a future, but the little lady's future is nothing. 
Her tone was rude, and Shavudu's eyes swept over. Ching Xuan, he said, mind your manners. The moment he reprimanded her, Shi Ching Xuan lowered her head demurely. Seeing this, Pei Ming laughed. What a master Xiong. Your little brother is quite impressive. Only you can keep him in line. Him messing with me isn't really anything. But if in the future he messed with the wrong people, they won't so easily let it go for your sake. Shavudu opened his fan and continued to lecture his little brother. Did you hear what General Pei said? Also, how many times do I have to tell you not to walk around outside in that form? What a disgrace. I don't care what appearance you like. You must use your true form when you're out. Although Shi Ching Xuan passionately loved her lady form and wouldn't stand for his reprimand, she still didn't dare to oppose her brother. Xianian thought, the windmaster says that she's not afraid of her older brother, but that doesn't seem to be entirely true. Yet unexpectedly, Shouudu ended the lecture with, What if you bump into someone strong in both spiritual power and ill intent, like General Pei? Ling Wen laughed unkindly, and Pei Ming almost spat out his wine again. What a master Xiong. If you keep that up, we can't be pals anymore, he said. After the round of feasting was over, in the midst of all the socializing and networking, came the final act of the night, the Battle of the Lanterns. Within the heavenly court, all the candlelight and lamps were extinguished. All was dim except for the moonlight. The banquet was near the lake, and when the clouds and mists on the surface were waved away, the dark mortal realm could be seen through the clear moving waters. The Battle of the Lanterns was a competition to see which heavenly official had the highest number of blessing lanterns offered from their largest, most renowned temple. One blessing lantern of everlasting light was hard to buy with a thousand gold and would not easily be extinguished. The order of the Battle of the Lanterns was formed from the lowest count to the highest, and when it was an official's turn, the lanterns offered by their worshippers would float to the heavens, brightening the long, dark night, beautiful and glorious. The great Marshall Palace had 961 lanterns this year, a count close to a thousand, and also a number never reached before in history. All the heavenly officials felt that next year the count would surely break a thousand. But that wasn't the point. If first place would always be first place, then first place would lose its meaning. So when it came to the Battle of the Lanterns, the Great Marshall Palace was automatically removed from the competition. What was dumbfounding was the moment the Battle of the Lanterns began, the first one up was the Rain Master. When Shillian saw that the one little blessing lantern had leisurely and errantly floated up in the sky, and heard the palace of the rain master, one lantern, announced. He almost suspected that maybe he was drunk and hadn't sobered up. There was no way that there was only one lantern. To make sure he wasn't drunk, he asked Shi Ching Xuan, Is that right? It is, 
Shi Qingshan replied. It really is just the one. And that one was lit by the bull from the rainmaster's own house for the sake of showing face at the feast. Self-offering. What a familiar sentiment. Shilin pondered. The rainmaster controlled rain and was thus the god of agriculture. He guessed. Is it because the worshippers of the rainmaster are mostly farmers, so they don't have the funds for offerings? Your Highness, do you have some kind of misunderstanding about farmers? Shi Qingshan said. A lot of farmers are wealthy, okay? This was only because the rainmaster had said that it was better to farm than to use the money for offerings, so the followers had always offered fresh fruits and vegetables instead. Hearing this, Shilin was extremely envious. What a marvellous thing, he thought. However, Shi Qingshuan added, and then later, the Lord Rainmaster also said not to waste anything. So usually after a couple of days, the worshippers would take home the offerings and eat them themselves. At the beginning of the battle, the numbers were all scattered and sparse. The lights belonging to the lower-ranking officials the count never reaching over ten, and no one paid it any mind. However, as the battle continued and the light of the lanterns grew brighter, everyone paid more attention. If it wasn't for the designated heavenly official who announced the count, it'd be impossible to count the lanterns floating up so tightly knit. Shilin didn't know at all what was going on, and so he didn't comment on anything only focusing on appreciating the beautiful scene of lanterns brightening the black, long night and listening to everyone else's analysis of how the battle was going. Although personally, he didn't think that there was really anything to analyse. After about two incense time, it was finally time for the grand finale. The fight for the top ten of the Battle of the Lanterns at the mid-autumn festival had begun. The bottom of the top ten. In last place, Shilin heard the announcer shouting, The Palace of Qi Ying. 421 lanterns. Chuan Yijin had long since left the feast, so when the other officials heard the count, they didn't bother to hide the clicking of their tongues anymore. The martial guard of the West was young, but his headwind was strong. To other officials of around the same years of experience, just 200 blessing lanterns was already plenty. Yet he had more than doubled that count. Even Lang Chen Cho, who ascended earlier, didn't have as many lanterns. So he was definitely someone impressive. However, Shilian felt that the young man really wasn't well received in the heavens. Because other than himself and Shi Ching Xuan, there was practically no one else who was sincerely awed by that number. The next one was the palace of the Earth Master with 444 lanterns. Other than sipping two more mouthfuls of soup, Ming Yi didn't express anything else. Shi Qingxuan was more excited than he was, repeatedly claiming, too few, too few. Because no one else was very close with the Earth Master, they only clapped politely to congratulate him. Soon after, it was Shi Qingxuan herself, the palace of the Wind Master, 523 lanterns. 
how popular someone was, was something easily seen. Once the lantern count for the palace of the windmaster was announced, Shi Qingxuan hadn't even said anything, and the applause from the banquet roared. Hollers and cheers of congratulations, as expected, were everywhere. Shi Qingxuan was quite proud, standing up to wave at the crowd, and gleefully shouted at Shi Wudu, Go, I'm eighth this year. She was acting like a child, begging her parents for rewards after having been praised by her teacher, and Shilin couldn't help but smile. Shawudu, however, berated. Only the eighth? What's there to be happy about? His words were truly arrogant. In the entire heavenly court, there was no one who was a nobody, yet five hundred blessing lanterns, ranking high as the eighth, became nothing more than only eighth from his lips. So then the ones who ranked lower than eighth, wouldn't they be worth less than that? It wasn't like he didn't know that what he said was arrogant, but he had to say it anyway, because he wasn't afraid. Shawudu fanned his fan and added with difficulty, But there are more lanterns than last year. Next year must be better. Hearing this, Shi Qingxuan smiled and laughed again. At the banquet, it was only Ming Yi who was stuffing his face without a care and not cheering for her. So Shi Qingxuan smacked him twice, asking for some congratulations. Ming Yi ignored her completely and continued to devour the food. Shi Qingxuan was outraged, demanding for him to applaud her, and next to them, Xilin was going to suffocate from laughing. Next up was the palace of Lingwen, with 536 lanterns. Amongst all the civil gods, Lingwen was considered number one. However, not too many civil gods congratulated him, and instead, it was the martial gods who sent their regards. Xilin congratulated him from afar, and on this end, Shawudu and Pei Ming demanded he hold a celebratory feast. On the other end, grumbles from other heavenly officials could be heard, complaining that Lingwen only had so many worshippers because she used a male form, and that Lingwen kissed the asses of the martial gods, seeing that they were more popular at the moment, and had no time for the other civil gods, that Lingwen held the most feasts, that there'd be escorts at those feasts, etc., etc. Shailin shook his head and had only one thought in mind. It wasn't easy being a female official. Following Lingwen were the palaces of Nanyang and Xuanzhen, with 572 and 573 lanterns, respectively. Mu Qing looked pleased, while Feng Xin didn't appear happy nor angry, seemingly uncaring. Xilin was mystified. How did the count come so close? That was too much of a coincidence. He asked Shi Qingxuan in a low voice. Shi Qingxuan said that it was because the two of them had a similar background, similar might, and territories that were right next to each other, plus their unfriendly relationship with each other. The worshippers on both sides fought each other to win, vowing that however many lanterns the other offered, they must offer just one more. They didn't ask to be number one, only just better than the other. They'd use their everything, and every year they'd be victory and defeat. This year, 
at the very last second, the palace of Xuanzhen finally squeezed out one more lantern, winning over the palace of Nanyang. The worshippers looked like they had won a battle and were crazily celebrating. Hearing this, Xilin couldn't help but think, rather than fighting each other to the death outside, shouldn't those people go home to celebrate the holiday? It's the mid-autumn festival. Next was the palace of Mengguang, with 580 lanterns. This number was quite impressive, yet Pei Ming didn't look pleased, because compared to the year before, the number of blessing lanterns the palace of Mengguang received was actually less. It was a shock to have something happen to the deputy general Pei Su, and this year they lost close to a hundred lanterns. If it wasn't for Pei Ming's strong foundation, he might have lost more. Neither Shawudu or Lingwen congratulated him, and only patted his shoulders. Up until then, Shilin had discovered the count of the blessing lanterns of those heavenly officials were all very close, only apart by ten or twenty, no one really standing out, which meant that everyone was pretty much the same, and no one was really winning. He was just thinking this when that announcer official shouted, The Palace of the Water Master, 718 lanterns. The banquet was in an uproar, and the sound of amazement was everywhere. Once the heavenly officials all came to, they fought with each other to send forth their congratulations. Shawudu only sat there and didn't rise, not looking like he was particularly impressed, and that all this was perfectly natural. This was probably the second heavenly official who came close to the count of the great martial palace in the past several centuries. The first time Shirin ascended was too far in the past, and the blessing lanterns back then were even harder to come by, so it couldn't be compared. However, they say man dies for wealth, birds die for food. The people's passionate love for money would never decrease, as expected, of the god of wealth. Shi Qingxuan was even more excited than if she were to receive 700 lanterns, and applauded with force, shouting to Shilian, It's my brother, it's my brother. Shilian laughed. I know, he said, it's your brother. At the banquet, it was only Ming Yi who was working hard at eating, all by himself. Truthfully, Shilian thought, out of everyone present, only Ming Yi took the feast literally and seriously, attending specifically for the food part, as if having played the part of a spy at the ghost city had starved him, and he was working to refill his stomach to the brim tonight. When Shilian thought back to the street food sold at the ghost city stalls, he could understand wholeheartedly. He couldn't help but wonder. Would Hua Cheng ever stroll through the ghost city streets every now and then? The most thrilling mystery had now been revealed, and tonight each heavenly official had watched plays to their heart's content and socialized and were now satisfied. They rose to their feet, ready to take their leave. Unexpectedly, Shavudu suddenly frowned, snapped his fan shut, and spoke. Wait, he said. 
If anyone else were to say wait, they probably wouldn't be as effective. However, someone like Shirwudu was known as the water tyrant for a reason. Like he was born to give command, the moment he opened his mouth, others couldn't help but obey. Everyone sat back down in their seats, confused. The top ten are out, someone said. Does the Lord Watermaster have anything else to add? Was he going to give out merits too? Shelin wondered. The top ten are out? Shirudu asked, fanning his fan. No one knew what he had meant. Only Shu Qingxuan, who suddenly cried out. No, 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 no. The top ten aren't all out. Even if we can't, the great Marshall Palace, only nine have been announced so far. Everyone was stunned, and soon they started muttering. Only nine? Really? I counted. There really were only nine. Someone else is ranked higher than the Lord Watermaster? What? Who can it be? I don't know anyone like that. Just then, a bright light, white as day, exploded into the blackened night. That light was from lanterns. Like millions of fish swimming through the gorges to the sea, countless lanterns slowly floated up. They shimmered and gleamed in the dark night, radiant and brilliant, like floating souls of a magnificent dream, exceedingly beautiful, brightening the blackened mortal realm. In the face of such a striking sight, no one could speak. Everyone held their breath, their words broken. Shilin watched the sky full of lanterns in dumbfounded awe. It was like his breathing had stopped and nothing could be heard, and he remained dazed for a good while. It was only after some time before he realized that something was wrong. The eyes of every other heavenly official at the banquet were on him. It turns out that the announcer official had raised his trembling hand and pointed at Shillian. Bewildered, Shillian asked, What is it? No one answered, and Shillian pointed to himself. Me? he asked. Next to him, Shu Qingxuan patted his shoulder once. Yes, you, she said. Shillian was still in shock. Me what? What about me? he asked. That announcer official swallowed a couple of times with difficulty, and finally spoke again. Thus, the hundreds of heavenly officials present heard a voice trembling with disbelief. Qian Deng, the palace of the crown prince. Three, three thousand lanterns. Mm-hmm.